Good morning. Welcome to Hope. My name is Ben. I'm one of your pastors. So glad to be here on this beautiful, snowy morning. We're in this Advent sermon series. It's called Come, Lord Jesus. And as Paul said, Advent is this word with Latin roots. It literally means coming. Uh, and, and this is a time for us as people of faith where we prepare. We prepare our, our homes. We prepare our lives. We prepare our hearts for the coming of God into this world. And this sermon series, Come Lord Jesus, is one of the ways that we do that. So on Wednesdays until Christmas, we're going to hear passages from Revelation that speak about the second coming of our Lord Jesus, the return that all of us are awaiting. And on Sundays, we hear the story of Mary and her response to learning that the child that she carries, the child that she carries is Jesus, who is the Savior of the world. So Revelation on Wednesdays, stories about Mary, the mother of Jesus, on Sundays, and you got to come to both to hear it all. And it's important because it's all wrapped up in this simple prayer, come Lord Jesus. That is the prayer that ends scripture. It's the second to last verse in the whole Bible, come Lord Jesus. And that is our prayer this Advent season. That is our expectant hope this Advent season that Jesus is coming into the world. And so today we find Mary, just as she learns about this baby who is blessed. And of course, all babies are a blessing, but this baby is blessed in a particular way that blesses us. And it's important for us to hear this because I think our world is confused about blessing. I was scrolling on my phone the other day and I, I, I saw this Black Friday deal online. It was a shirt that said, too blessed to be stressed. And I thought, yeah, right, that's not me. And then I was scrolling again later, I saw another one that said, too stressed to be blessed. And I thought, well, maybe that sounds a little closer. But I think that Jesus has something entirely different to say to us. And so we pray as we open the word of God. Father in heaven, as we open your word, as we come before you today, we pray that you would speak to us that your word would have something for us, and we know and we trust that it does. And so speak to us, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. So I remember uh, sitting one time at, at a really long table. I was at the head of the table, and seated around that table were a whole bunch of people, most of them strangers to me, and they were there that day to question me. This happened at several points as I went through seminary to get a master's of div divinity, the degree that you get to become a pastor. It sounds a lot more fancy than it is, by the way, but every year uh, you'd pause and a group of professors, a group of pastors, lay people would interview you to make sure that that you were making progress, that you were learning what you needed to learn, and, and, we, and that you were developing an understanding of Scripture. And so there I was. I was seated at the head of this table for an hour of question and answer. And as you can imagine, my stomach was turning a little bit. I probably felt too stressed to be blessed. And I don't remember any of the questions that were asked to me that day except one. There was a man who was directly across from me at the head of the table on the other side of the table he had this big beard, deep set eyes. He was very slow to speak. And he asked me a question that made me pause. He said, Ben, tell me how you would define the word blessing. What does that word blessing mean? And I stopped. And in silence, I thought. 
a blessing. And I know that an answer came to that question. I just don't remember what it was. It's a difficult word, blessing, to decide, to discern what a blessing is and what it isn't. In our world, our culture around us doesn't help because we toss this word around with such little thought. In 2014, the New York Times, they ran an article about this new phenomenon of people posting to social media with this word blessed. People would boast about an accomplishment or an accolade. They might even brag a little bit and and they would attach the word blessed to it. Uh, I got into grad school. I'm blessed, or what a blessing to take first place in the race. I'm blessed to be out on this Caribbean cruise. I'm blessed to get that promotion, and I'm not knocking any of those things, so hear me out on this. Not even saying that they're not blessings in some sense. Those are good things that are worth celebrating. And I'm not saying that social media has changed our understanding of what this word means. People have been using the word blessing to talk about good things and good fortune a lot longer than computers have been around. It's just probably more visible now, and that's what that article was about. But what I am wondering today is, isn't a blessing so much more than that? Isn't it so much deeper than ourselves and the things we've done, and the things we have, and the things that we do isn't a blessing so much more than that. And so I ask today that question that was posed to me so many years ago at that great big table. How do we define that word, blessing? And what does it mean for us to be blessed? That word shows up several times in our gospel reading today when this young woman named Mary is told by an angel whose name is Gabriel that she will bear a son and that her son would be great, that he would be the son of the most high God, that he would sit on the throne of King David and there would be a sign of this promise and a sign of this promise would be that an older relative, Elizabeth, who wasn't able to have a child would conceive and we read today in our gospel about this little family reunion when the two of these women meet, Mary walks into the house and Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit and her child, who is John the Baptist, leaps in the womb and she speaks, Elizabeth speaks these words, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child that you carry. Blessed are you and blessed is this child. Now this is not the first time that we've heard that word blessing in the story of God. The Bible is filled with blessings. In the book of Genesis, God comes to a man named Abram with these words. He says, I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. In the book of Numbers, a man named Aaron is instructed to speak these words of blessing over the people of Israel. It comes in Numbers, the sixth chapter. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Those familiar words, the Psalms, they open with these words, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law both day and night. And it continues, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in season. 
Psalms also say, blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Proverbs tells us, blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. I'm just scratching the surface here where there's, we could be here all day. There's so many more. Clearly, the Bible is filled with wisdom about what it means for you and I to be blessed. What does it mean? Back to that table where I was sitting and I was wondering if the answer I gave to that question, what is a blessing, was enough. Wondering if it covered the whole depth of what the Bible says and knowing, of course, in my heart that whatever I said wouldn't and didn't, but maybe I got close. And the man who asked the question broke the silence afterwards. He said, a few things to remember. First, a blessing is something that comes first and foremost from God. And a second thought is that a blessing is only a blessing when it is shared. God doesn't keep, he shares. And we shouldn't hold on to our blessings either. And then he looked right at me and he said, Ben, you are called to be a conduit. He used that word, conduit of blessing. All of us are. Because the blessings of God are to be passed through us as we share them with the world. So I'm here today as your pastor, so I guess whatever answer I had was close enough. But I will never forget that conversation, and I think about it often because it helped me to truly understand what a blessing is. Our world and our culture, we're focused on the material. We're focused on the stuff, the things. And in that frame of mind, a blessing is something that you and I achieve or something we buy. It's what we build and keep. It's what we have and what we do. But when we look at the Bible, when we look at Scripture, blessings are the things that are given by God to be given again and again and again and again. Look at what God said to Abram. He said, I will bless you to be a blessing. Look at Aaron. God said, bless the people with my words. The Lord bless you and keep you. Look at the psalmist who says, blessed are those who follow in the way of God. Blessings aren't material. They are relational. They're about being drawn to God, about being drawn to one another, about being blessed to be a blessing. Look at the child. Look at Jesus, this blessed child. Mary hears today that her child is God's child and that he is blessed, that she is blessed for bringing him into the world. Why? Well, simple enough, this blessed child comes from God and he is to be poured out for the world. He is to offer forgiveness and everlasting life. This child is God himself, a true offering of life, a blessing for the world. Think about it this way. When this child is born later in Luke's gospel, the angels will say this, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill to men. Goodwill to men. You know, something changes and the snow falls and Thanksgiving is behind you and the Christmas season starts, there is this palpable kind of joy under the surface. There is a kind of peace that you can feel as you drive around and you see the lights, a kind of goodwill, this feeling, but this feeling isn't what the angels are talking about. The goodwill that they're talking about was God's unchanging, unending love that's directed towards his people. His people. 
They're talking about God's deep love for you and God's deep love for me. They were talking about the fact that even though sin and death created this chasm between you and God, between me and God, between this world and God, he bridged it. He entered in with a promise, with a blessed child who is a blessing by who he is and who he will become a blessing by what he will do. He will teach us about what it means to live. He will tell us that the poor in spirit are blessed because his kingdom comes to them. Uh, he will teach us that even the brokenhearted are blessed because they will be comforted. This child is a blessing because he comes to live and share his life with us to be in a relationship, not in some heady kind of way, but to walk with you through every part of your life, to care about what you care about, to, to worry about what you worry about, to carry the things that you can't carry on your own, the things that burden you. He's here to share in his life, to stretch out his hands on a cross and to give you a new life. Blessed is this child, and by him you are blessed. Blessed because in him, you are given what you can never give yourself, what you can never build on your own, forgiveness for what you've done and what you should have done but didn't, forgiveness for the thoughts and the words and the things that you can't even bring yourself to speak about, forgiveness and a new life, and in him you are blessed to be a blessing to others, not in some mystical, magical way, but in real ways that change their lives and draw them to know this blessed child who comes so they might have a true, real life. I'll never forget those words that that man spoke across the table during that interview. Ben, you get to be a conduit of God's blessings. And we're here to remember this morning that so do you. So do you. You are a conduit and his blessings flow through you by this child, this blessed child. You are blessed to be a blessing in a world that's all confused about what it means to be blessed. You get to point them. You get to show them this blessed child, the God from whom all blessings flow. Renee is a woman who lives in Alabama. I read her story the other day. When she was, uh, got married, she married into a family that loved, absolutely loved Black Friday shopping. It was just a part of their Thanksgiving ritual. And she never did that growing up on Thanksgiving. They, uh, after the day after Thanksgiving on that Friday, their family slept in, they skipped the doorbusters, and they sat at home, and they ate leftovers all day, which sounds so much better to me than shopping, by the way. But the first time she was hosting, she decided that she would do things just a little bit different. She wanted to keep some of the traditions that her in-laws had. She wanted to keep that tradition of Black Friday shopping. But the night before, on Thanksgiving uh, the evening of Thanksgiving, she took out this list that she had gotten from the, her local Department of Health, and it was a list of the needs of families in the area that could be bought. And so that night, after the turkey was put away, after the pie was eaten, they took out this list, and they sat, and, and, and they looked at the list, and then they combed the ads in the paper about places where they could go and get some of these items, the next morning, they woke up before the sun, and they headed out shopping. 
And this is what Renee wrote about that experience. She said, I haven't had another Thanksgiving where I felt so blessed, so grateful for what I had, and so thankful for the desire that God gives us to help others. And then she remembered the words of Jesus who said this, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And he showed us that. This blessed child, the one who's coming into the world, into your stress, into your sin, into your hurt, into your pain, into your life, into a world of war and disease and poverty and hunger, into a world of broken hearts and broken relationships and broken lives. He's coming with something for you. He's coming with his life, with his death, with his resurrection, which is a blessing of life and forgiveness that will change you and me forever. It's a blessing that will make you a conduit, a tributary in this great river of love and blessing that flows right from the very heart of God. Blessed. Blessed by the Christ child so that we might be a blessing. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you today for all that you give us. We thank you for who you are, that your goodness flows into this world and that you bless us so that we might share your hope and life with this world. Teach us, Lord, how to receive you and how to share you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen.